Uh, should we talk about what we're doing with it? Or no, we got it. Everyone got their stories? I got a story. I, I know. Are we going to try and go over all of these? That's going to be one heck of a long episode. <laughs> well, hey everybody, and welcome to the CrossForge Podcast. Joining me today is Old Dan Mac. Hey everybody, it's Old Dan Mac, your friendly neighborhood lover of cats and keeper of puns. And our good friend, Polybius. I'm sorry I can't really talk today because I'm a Scorpio and Neptune is in retrograde and Lord knows that's going to be a rough time, except for the fact that that whole bit was a joke. Amen. How's it going? Amen. Amen. A meme, Love if it. you will. Oh. Amen. No? <laughs> <laughs> uh, today is June the 12th. We're recording. That's not magic. true. What you just said is wrong. What? It is not June 12th. You, oh my gosh. Are we in July? <laughs> We're in We're July. We're in July. In your defense, the last five months feels like it could have been seven or eight years. It, you know, it quarantine is quite indeed uh, not a kind mistress. What do you mean it's not February? <laughs> oh no. What do you mean the year is 2020 and I've been out of high school for eight years? Whoa. I remember oh. going to bed sometime in February with a, a news report of some virus in China, uh, and then I went to sleep, and now I'm having a horrible nightmare. Oh, yeah, that's understandable. Something about yesterday, idealism. Yeah, something along those lines. All I remember is yesterday they announced Pluto was not a planet, and now we're here. It's all, Again? It, was all, it was all downhill. Oh, man. No, that, they only did it that one time. I think it's a planet again. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. bless. But they've changed it back and forth like three or four times. Where? How? How can we I, trust scientists now? I Is have it no a planet? Idea. Is it not a planet? Do they work? Do they not work? I don't know. Masks, homie. Mask <laughs> off. Frickin' mask off. <laughs> All I'm saying is Pluto is my favorite planet. And if it's not a planet, it is my favorite ball of ice. And I would have, I would rather have no other ball of ice to cool my coca-cola than pluto i think the thing about planets is that like they keep redefining what makes a planet and they also keep finding new ones with new technology like there's there's some planets that are like still technically in orbit to our sun but they they're like their orbit around the sun is like 37 years or something crazy and i know that pluto has a, a smaller rock that's like orbiting with it which is kind of bigger, so. We're looking at 16 planets in our system, according to the director. If we go by the old definitions. Oh, wow. This is too much science. Yeah, well, then again, if the scientists can agree on something, that would be the lottery numbers. Um, yeah, but... <coughs> I drank water! <coughs> well, stop I'm it. dying. <coughs> Speaking oh, of water, can your scientists home. explain the rain? <laughs> yes. Clouds be like. <laughs> Polly, like you have that got was it. Avatar: The Last Airbender reference. That was good. Daily reminder to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender because Iroh is the most Christ-like character on that show. Probably, that so... 
probably the most Christ-like character on kids' television. Or any television. Iroh's... Man, I want to be him when I'm a grandpa. Right? <laughs> like, on one level, he's totally down with everything. But when Azula's got to go down, she's got to go down. That was a... That when, was a really Azura? Good... Azula? You By know... Azura. Air princess from Lord Ozai, who is the son of Azulon, who is the son of... Something Come on, my hot Z. man. Something with a Z? I don't know. What? Oh, Sozin. Sozin is his name. That's right. There we go. Who is best there. friends with Avatar Roku, who is also Zuko's great-grandfather on his mother's side. So now we know. Okay? Big spoiler if you haven't watched it. I'm sorry. Come on, wow. my hot man. Don't you know your Fire Nation history? Flamio, hot man. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I spent the last three days playing through Morrowind, and I'm still stuck in Balmora because I'm lost. And all I know is Azura. Okay. So, yeah, all this stuff. This is outside I think my this range is, of... I think this is a good time to segue into story time. Tell us about Morrowind and your adventure there. God, Morrowind? Right. Dude, let me tell you about Morrowind. <laughs> I don't know much about it because, I mean, I grew up with Oblivion. So going back about a couple more years. It's like uh, pulling the, teeth, isn't it? Yeah, it's changed. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. I wish I had a real life proper map to look at it so I'd know where on earth I was. But the best thing about Morrowind is that on my laptop, my small little Hewlett Packard laptop, I can run... <laughs> Morrowind at about 300 frames per second and I I did not I could not believe that when I first booted it up it the starting screen opened up with 30 frames a second and I said all right it's probably probably capped at that I don't think games back then knew anything above 30 frames a second but no I boot up the game upwards of 300 I'm like y'all got me messed up my computer shouldn't be able to handle this <laughs> but then again you can count the pixels uh, within a five-inch radius of your player <laughs> character. So, needless to say, the polygons are not exactly difficult to render, which makes it very easy on my little laptop. And it's a lot of fun to play. Even though I have no idea what to do, I'm currently stuck on one of the earlier Fighters Guild quest lines of trying to get the codebook. So I made the mistake of joining the Thieves Guild, and apparently they're like, nah. Uh, you can't do this if you're already here. So I'm like, well, great. Now what do I do? I don't want to restart. I just got started. Boy, oh boy. This game's a journey, and I'm only only getting started on it. Come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Sign in later. I'll I'll tell you more about this game. Next time on Polyball Z. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fortunately, there's not nearly as many bugs in this game as there are in all the other later Bethesda games. And I'm not sure why. Maybe I haven't played enough to realize that the whole game's broken. But You mean you can't just float paintbrushes and use them as stairs? Yeah, that's unfortunate, isn't it? It is unfortunate. I also can't just punch shopkeepers and have them restock themselves as soon as I reload <laughs> a save. Now that is a real great trick. I did that, yes. I did that at Save Mart once. <laughs> and it worked. Then the police showed up, but hey, I got three gumballs <laughs> out of a single gumball 
box. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty great. It's called on Morrowind, Morrowind, when you're fighting somebody, it still has like, you can be right face to face with somebody and you still have a chance to miss, right? Like everything's. You can be shoving your sword up their butt and calling them a corn dog <laughs> and it still wouldn't hit them. The, yeah, because the. It's a dice roll. <laughs> My yeah, agility is only at five. D&D style dice rolls. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. I can't tell you how many times it took me to try and kill the rats in the first <laughs> quest. The rats? Like, there's, the mud There's crabs. three of them. No, I haven't gone that far. I didn't go to the oceans quite yet. I'm currently... The mud crabs are right there on, like, the first town. Oh, yeah, well, I left there as soon as possible. It's like your hometown. You get out or you'd never leave. Preach. I left. <laughs> But yeah, I went to Balmora. I said, wow, it's a pretty nice city. And I stayed. Caius is ripped, and I don't know why. He's an old man. There should be no reason why that dude's got a six-pack. Anyway, that's my Morrowind story <laughs> of wow. the initial portion. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to tell What you. race did you go with? I went with Argonian. Yeah, because see? Yeah, smart. I was looking through all of them. I said, well, why not? I'll be a lizard, man. Are you ready to run then, the government now? Yeah, except I can't wear boots, and that sucks. Beast races can't wear shoes. What kind of stuff is this, man? What you trying to tell me? <laughs> I can't put on human shoes because my feet are big and webbed. Is it Morrowind, the Elder Scrolls, where there's a quest where you can get this like really expensive ring but it costs like 500 pounds and then the uh the uh the room fills with water so if you're not an argonian you have to drop the ring or you die because argonians can breathe underwater or is that oblivion i think that's oblivion with the uh absolutely massive ring that's in the uh the mages guild quest line yeah. like hey there's this uh ring of burden Stuck at the bottom of the well with this guy we want you to go find. You might go picking that up for us. <laughs> Just casually. Straight up try to murder you. Yeah. Fortunately, I had uh, what is known as console. So you just hit that slash god mode TGM in the console. And then you just walk out. You're alive. But you can't move. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. Everything comes at a price. Or you just drop everything and take the ring and run. Which how does, is what how I much did the does first the time. ring sell for? Uh, like 12, 12 septums or something ridiculous like that. Sells for basically nothing. You put it on your uh, shop stand and it breaks the wood underneath. I don't think nobody's going <laughs> to want awesome. it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a head scratcher. All right. Well, I'm not going to ask you about the other story unless you really want to talk about it. You did kind I, of just ask him about it. With that like, little uh, blurb, <laughs> I, him, I did. Right but like, spot. I'm not going to ask you about it in case uh, you maybe want to talk about that thing. No, that was more like I'm giving you an out. <laughs> oh, I'm like uh, the people listening on in, in on this are going to be like, "What is he talking about?" Well, maybe they'll find out. But save that for Polly's spinoff. My yes. spinoff episode <laughs> talking about gumballs, Jonathan Colton, and the mysterious story. <laughs> Ooh, definitely an odd time. Old damn Mac, 
You said you had a story. I do have a story, here. man. Tell me. Everything comes at a price. All right. I, and I have it. enjoyed the portion of the quarantine where I get to work from home. It's great. But I am the most wiggly person sitting down. It drives my wife nuts. She gets so mad at me. So we've got these uh, we've got these really nice. Well, not really nice. They, they look nice. Black chairs from Overstock. And since I've been sitting in one of these chairs for four months now, basically for eight hours a day, it's starting to come a little loose. I'm wiggling around, makes lots of noise. Well, Monday of last week, I sat down in the back, just toppled right off. No. I fell on my Uh-oh. butt. I scraped myself on like jagged pieces of wood. It hurts to sit. I've got these big gashes. It was horrible. Uh, and there goes my chair. Four months. That's all your chair lasted. Yeah, man. I mean, four months times like eight hours a day sitting in, in it. You know, that's a lot of sitting, but it's just a Still. wooden chair. Still, yeah. For a 230-pound guy, what? That's... Listen, that was personal. <laughs> I was being generous. <laughs> Ow! Damn! <laughs> oh! Got me with the Yo. right left hook. Jeez. Wear your flak jackets because the guns come out flying on this episode, <laughs> folks. We ready. On this episode, Darman and Old Dan Mac fight each other. <laughs> well, they we got each the other title. Love and words. Man, what happened? The anime character arc went from I bought a soda to <laughs> two of our uh, hosts are now in a headlock war. The uh, <laughs> the storyline is really shaping itself out here. I dare say, I, I wonder what the fourth episode is going to look like. I tell you what, I used to be the fat kid in our group, uh, and old Dan Mac was very lean. He was also very strong, but... Uh, <laughs> We would get into wrestling fights all the time, except he wasn't trying to wrestle. He was straight so up trying mad. to throw punches. Yeah, oh, yeah, we were trying to throw. We were there trying we to go. play bodies, man. And you want to throw me down? Mm-mm. No, that's <laughs> not how you do it. At, at least once or twice, I would just sit on his chest. Couldn't do, couldn't do a whole lot about it. <laughs> man, yeah, I dare say it. When someone's sitting on your chest, you can't do a fat load about it. I mean, they're kind of that's center mass right there. Excuse me, was that another fat joke? (laughs) No, I wrestle with one of my friends and they're basically a twig, but no, when they sit on my chest, I'm like, well, great, what am I supposed to do now? Jab my fingers into their eyes? Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of against the the rules of, I guess, friendship (laughs) or not wanting to blind your friends. Usually I take knees. Yeah, I'll swing the knees up if I can. Oh, mercy. So, only four months of sitting in a chair. What are the, what are craftsmen up to these days? Like, are, are they It is from Overstock. Just... It wasn't anything to write home about. Oh, is is this just not a reputable brand? Is that the, the I have bit? no idea. I have no idea what the brand was, but I don't know. It wasn't very good. Four months, and I went, I went tumbling. I said, guys, I'm going to need... Like an hour before I can get on to work. Uh, I just really need to recuperate emotionally. <laughs> I need to fix this chair. I need to go get one of my kitchen chairs real quick. I'll be I right tell back. you what, I we also have a chair that broke. Um, my wife just 
sat down on her rolling chair. I'm sitting in the bedroom. We're having our uh, our guy time, the bromancing Jesus, and um, we're having our Bible study. And I hear clunk ah, <laughs> one of the wheels. <laughs> I, I just kind of poke my head out. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, what happened? The wheel broke. Well, how did the wheel break? I sat down. You can't do that with chairs. You should know that. Apparently, <laughs> apparently we can no longer trust chairs. The one thing we should be able to trust in our lives. That's how you know. 2020 is really going butt. downhill. Yeah, don't they know that the only thing in life that is for certain is death and taxes, not chairs. Chairs was never a right promised by the Constitution. I love uh, that Reliant K song. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now I'm speaking Jonah. Yeah, party time. It's really getting into it now. Man. <laughs> but see now what you got to do what I do is just get one of those cheap aluminum foldable chairs that if you threw in a brick wall I'm would sorry, still what? fold open and sit. Chotomate. What what kind what of chair? What do you call it? Aluminum. No. No, sir. I don't like that. It's aluminum. Right, I like well, that even less. So let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you call it that? That's the question. I don't know. I'm pretty oh, sure that's shoot. a British thing, and you're not British. No, definitely not. Um, I am from California, but yeah, a bunch of my friends I met out on missions are from across the pond, as they say. And when you're around people that talk crazy different from you, you tend to pick up what they say. For instance, when people tell me a specific time, I say, well, if they say 2.30, I picked up half two instead of half past two. I'm like, oh, that just makes sense to me. Half of two? So I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, we'll meet up at half two on the corner. I said, all right, sounds well. And I don't know. You start picking up vocabulary from all sorts of ridiculous people across the platform of, you know, I guess, existence. And it's a good time. So, yeah, aluminium, as our friends across the pond say. They do call or, it aluminium. as one of my buddies from Canada says, aluminum, eh? <laughs> Doesn't end with an A. It ends with an N, no matter how you spell it. Yeah, well, if you've ever been to Ontario... You'll Actually. understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send this to my Canadian friends and they're, I don't know what they're going to do. They're either going to laugh or they're going to be quite unpleasantly displeased. And they'll say, sorry, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> Not just sorry, sorry. It's like that's understandable. a sore excuse for being sorry. I don't know. Sorry? That was... Uh, it's called accent, Darman. That was a stretch. I'm sorry. Yeah. You won't cut it out in post. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Absolutely not. <laughs> of course I have to keep that in. I'll just cut down the 0.3 second silence to make it sound like all this flowed like a proper go. conversation. There you and go. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get some, like, a trombone? I have to put it very faint in the background so nobody Love else it. notices. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so have you 
have you gotten a new chair yet? No. Or are you going to get a new I chair? Was, uh, I was, I'm forced to sit in my aluminum chair now. See, I've converted him. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. Word, I'm not. I am quite pleasant. And not two Please. weeks after there Independence we Day, we fought yeah. for the right to say aluminum. <laughs> Speaking of Independence Day, that takes me into my story time. So, oh lord, here we go. I I play a lot of Magic the Gathering. You know, this is no secret, no shock. I if if I were to sell every card I own at market value, it's probably more than I would care to admit. Which is it's a four digit sum, um, and so I had to go visit my wife. Uh, over the weekend of the 4th, because she was not home. She was out cat-sitting. She was cat-sitting for some uh, church friends. And I got the text at 10.30, and she's like, hey, my parents aren't home. I said, darling, we're married, first of all. Like, it's it's no shock anymore. Um, I'm calling the priest. (laughs) At any rate, so I, I pack up my magic cards... Because uh, I was going to just put some cards together. I was going to make a deck for the new format and everything. Um, I, I hailed the Uber and I get up there and no problems. Just uh, fantastic driver. We were jamming to some praise and worship music, um, which was very strange because I've never heard anybody playing contemporary Christian music. So he and I were having fun singing together. I'm in the back seat. I got my mask on. He's got his mask on. Said, you're a really cool guy, Josh. Uh, I, I, I'm so glad I got to ride with you. And uh, so I get out. I get into the house. And she's like, Joshua, I love you. Look, I've made bread. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is, in fact, bread. And at this point, it's like 1130. Like, it, I, I needed to go to bed. So we, we pass out on the pull-out couch. And I get up in the morning. And, and I'm putting my cards together. And I'm, I'm rummaging through my bag. And I said, honey, in all the bags I brought up with me, did you see my gray binder? And she's like, no, you brought my charger and everything that you were supposed to bring. And I said, oh, no. It fell in the back seat of his Ooh. car. Man, that... How much do you think that binder was worth? If I had... T- okay, I can tell you exactly how much that binder is worth because I actually added up all the cards today. Um, a few thousand gumballs, man. It would be a few thousand gumballs. That that binder was act, actually had eight hundred dollars, eight hundred and fifty three dollars and seventy two cents. I just looked on my phone. Oh my goodness! Y'all, that's a that's a. Uh, but have, you counted them today, right? So that so is how did today's that... market price on those what? cards. Okay, so how did the story end? Since you counted the cards today. Well, I got the binder back. I, I called <laughs> wow. the guy. I called the guy after I found out the binder was missing. I said, "Hey, I'm looking for this gray book thing because I didn't want to really say what it was. I really didn't want to hint that it was more important and more valuable than it really was. Um, it was very important, and valuable. And uh, so I call him. I call him at like ten, ten thirty, eleven in the morning." I finally get a call back at 1230. He says, hey, uh, I'm in New York City for the week, and I won't be back in your area 
until next Saturday. I said, well, you you must move awful quick. And he said, no, I just was in the area when I picked you up and took you up there. I said, oh. Yeah, he apparently the dude lives in uh, Poughkeepsie, which is about 45 minutes north of New York City. And so I'm wow. sitting here, and I'm, th- I'm just sweating. I'm sweating. Like, is he going to bring it? Am I going to have all the cards intact? Lo and behold, he gives me a call yesterday and says, Hey, I'm in your area. I just got done running my uh, route. He brings something up to Saratoga. Uh, and I got my binder back. I gave him some cash and added an extra tip on the Uber. Absolutely. So happy. So happy. Man, what would have been funny is if he had delivered all the cards back, but he had licked like all the expensive ones. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like all the super rare expensive ones. He was like, you know what? I wonder what fame tastes like. And he just you know, <laughs> goes in for a little sample. I hope that he got a DNA test. (laughs) I hope that he somehow stumbles across this podcast and is like kicking himself because he just gave back eight hundred dollars. And he's like, son of a jerk. This is awful. To be fair, I gave him like thirty dollars to bring it back to me, like which is more than Uber's actual return fee. Uber's actual return fee is fifteen dollars. He could have made like. 820 more dollars than what you gave him. Yes. That's a good yeah. payday. That's what I'm saying. That's like a single paycheck, you know, that fat one too. That's what I'm talking about. But all's well that ends well. He got his binder back. And I the sure world did. is, uh, maybe it's not in peace, but it's a little more in alignment than it was a week ago. <laughs> you know, I, I I was sick to my stomach because, yeah. Oh, it's man, not, I lost $5,000 one time. Wait, what? I lost $5,000 one time. Was it going to school or? No, I had $5,000 cash and then it was gone. All right, Is I guess this old old Dan Max story. <laughs> uh, you wanna... No, that really happened. What? And I, I still to this day have no idea what happened. I got five grand out of the bank because I was going to buy a car and I went to like four different places that day. And when I got home, it was gone. What? And it was like, it was in my pocket like the whole time. Like, so yeah, I, I woke up the first, next day. I you had cash. Yes. Cash in hand. Yes. Why wouldn't you have hand. written a check? I don't know. Cash man. in hand is was, way more baller, dude. That's true. I mean, it I, is baller. I'd be like, like, listen, I got 5,000 cash right now, homie. You give me that car. And they were like, nah. <laughs> so what you're saying is everywhere you went, there are a bunch of squares. And you were just rocking out till some like pickpocket came up and got a fat level up off it. Dude, I guess. I have no idea. I, I searched for weeks and months and that was it was horrible. My wife was on vacation and when she, I picked her up from the airport and I was in just a piss poor mood for obvious reasons. And she was like trying to be all sweet and nice to me. And she was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I have a confession. <laughs> I have oh, a confession no. to make. I lost $5,000 of our money. <laughs> no big you deal. That, you know that savings account we had? Yeah, it's empty now. <laughs> That's how mafia works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Apparently she loves yeah. me more than $5,000 though, because we're still together, but I mean, well, right. well, if, if there was ever a price tag on love, um, at least $5,001 is what I'm getting. Yeah, at least, exactly. right? You're insured. You are, you are totally insured lying. up to this amount. <laughs> Golly gee, wow. Yeah, I didn't mean to one up you, but I did one up you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I if I ever got married, I'm pretty sure my wife would leave me if I lost like 400 bucks. So to say 5,000 gumballs lost in a a one sleight of hand, man, that's that's like. 10 out of 10. I woke up the next yeah. morning and I was like, oh, where did I put that envelope? And I was looking around for it. And then it hit me that I had no idea where it was. And I had a panic attack and called out of work. And oof, it's a bad day. Definitely understandable. Wait, so you fell, you fell asleep with the envelope in your pocket? No, I did not. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I took, I out, like, my, uh, took out my pants. How threw many them on the cars ground. did you drive? Three? I think three. I drove all of them. This man went for a test drive in every car south of the border. <laughs> he was like, man, I'm going to find the best car and I'm going to drive all of them. Well, uh, I guess now is a good time to move along. Uh, I want to take a minute to plug some uh, video game stuff. We have a Rust and Minecraft server now. Uh, we have a Rust server that is hosted by Master Bones. Uh, you can check out the Discord for more information on both of these things. The server IPs are pinned in the announcements and in the Minecraft Rust channels, respectively. Uh, we're always looking for new players and new friends. Minecraft is recently updated. Um, is the server back online? Last I checked. It's been back online for... Oh, a week or two, right? Uh, I think so. We were waiting on plugins to be added, but um, I think we just went ahead and booted it up in vanilla. All right. What version is it? 1.16.1. Yeah, with the Nether update. Indeed. And has it has the IP changed at all? No, the IP is still the same. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure my uh, my game is broken. It can't, it couldn't connect. Well. Uh. When was this? Uh, today. <laughs> oh. I was like, huh. Uh, well, maybe he took it down for some more machine maintenance. Mom. We'll to... Mom. Fix the server. Mom, my, my Minecraft is broke. <laughs> <laughs> I want a refund. <laughs> but yeah, from what we've been hearing from all the people on our little chat, our Discord deal... Uh, the Rust server's been popping with its uh, clientele of like oh, seven man. people and having a all-out civil war. It's been pretty great. Poor Jimmy has been uh, <laughs> robbed no less than three times. Um, Y'all man's people Xfinity, getting nuked. Xfinity had bombs placed around his bed. Um, there was a massacre, I tell you what. Yeah. At least four or five Xfinity skulls. Fun times. Fun times. <laughs> and in the M Minecraft server, uh, we we have a couple of uh, friends near spawn. Uh, Kingmen and Monkey Shoes, I believe. Um, we are also putting together a Planet Side 2 outfit. 
Uh, I'm going to be posting up in the group a little bit more about this. Uh, if you ever enjoyed first-person shooters and war games, uh, Planet Side 2 is a free-to-play game by Dawn Breaks, Daybreak Studios. Um, excellent game. Excellent marathon simulator. I love just running around in the landscape. It's just relaxing. Um, and if you want to get into that, go ahead and message me on the Discord. And I will add you, and we will figure this out together. Heck yeah, because as you know, as they say, our little Discord server is popping with all the places that they say where it is at. So if you want in on the digs, as kids these days say, show up to Show up school. and uh, check the links for the description below. Yeah, we got more channels than basic cable. Yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't think we can legally say that. Well, well basic cable then we better is basic. Make it they have like the five channels. Exactly. We got more than that. Exactly. And video games work on all of ours, not just channel three. Joke repetition. I don't... Director, sir, I don't think that it was a repeated joke. Oh, it was. It, it, was it? And it's was. true. We said it. <laughs> Did we publish that joke, though? Uh, I don't remember. Listen, oh, it, there's it's only not a joke. Three hours. It's not a joke if it's true. Uh oh, everyone. Oh, we gotta shit. go back and listen. We forgot what we said last time. We've gotta go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm our local archivist, so I'll go back into the uh, CFG podcast archives. Not archivist? Who, says Who have that? you been hanging out with? What about the archivist? The art of Christ? <laughs> no, Is the archivist. The archivist. Y'all well, since to... we're all making up, you know, pronunciations for aluminum. Aluminum. <laughs> Y'all need to go to, so like, take an English class. <gasps> or maybe uh, um, a word class. Ooh. I don't know what I'm Wordology, saying. Wordology, yes. Amen. What about philology? I'm sorry. Philodily? Isn't that an exercise? No, no, no. That's uh, that's when they take your blood and stuff. Oh, that's a lot less cool. Oh, yeah, that's no, the, a exercise, lot less cool. the exercise is Pontius Pilate, I think. <laughs> he's he's the guy. He's the dude that uh that uh that what do they say? He was he killed all the Roman soldiers. Wait, no, it was just Jesus. Um, what? He didn't do that either. <laughs> he didn't do that. Yeah. The opposite about of that this happened. A... <laughs> Are you talking about Hannibal? <laughs> no, he's the guy who ate people. Hannibal the cannibal. <laughs> I thought that was Jeffrey Dahmer. No, Jeffrey Dahmer is uh, the guy with the dogs, you know? Domanian dogs, you know how like they respond to a certain bell? I love 101 Dalmatians. What were we talking about again? I feel I like we're we a little were... bit off topic. <laughs> I feel like we were just going into the <laughs> podcast question of the word. The yeah, question of the word. Yeah, suck it, local pop punk bands. We just dunked on you. <laughs> All right, so now we need to get a clip of Bones just jamming a hard bass. <laughs> there we go. Mom's spaghetto. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. That's a great place to come back in. Uh, so, podcast question of the week. What 
is your favorite gaming or nerdy jargon slash lingo? What are terms or acronyms that outsiders to your community or your specific game or what have you, uh, what are what are cool words that you enjoy that people won't understand unless they are in them? That That's niche. Man, I can tell yes. you already right now, uh, from my time playing the Elder Scrolls, I've, I got a short story here, folks. I was at a church gathering thing, and I don't remember what happened. I remember something happening, something cool, not bad, and I remember looking at it and saying, by the gods, and all the people around me, look at me. <laughs> And my buddy next to me says, isn't there only one God, Jonah? And I said, oh, my. <laughs> I've said this in the wrong place in the wrong time. My my inside Cyrodiilic guard is taking over. And boy, oh, boy, is everyone around me confused. They hit you with the Deuteronomy 12, did they? Yeah, they were like, what do you mean? There's There's only one God. I'm like, okay. Uh, you better not say Talos or I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my god, that was awesome. Not saying Talos isn't a divine. I'm just saying that there were a lot better gods before he showed up. (laughs) Anyway, that's my favorite piece of jargon is by the nine divines and nobody understands it except for a lot the millions of people who have played the Elder Scrolls. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Even people who have played it, I think there's a lot of people who play it like casually. Right, yeah. You have to listen like to it, the guards like talk. Like if you told them, yeah, you do. You really do. But I mean, like you could just go up to the casual, I play Skyrim person and probably say that and they wouldn't get it. Right. That I tell you true. what though, it's, it's funny you mention that because there is a uh, Christian theologian by the name of William Lane Craig who has posited that there is a um, divine council, as it were, uh, of uppercase god Yahweh and then lesser gods. It's a very interesting theory, and it has some... It has some level of credence based on ancient Hebrew translations that have been found prior to the Septuagint in date and origin. Um, but it, it, it it's theory. It is theory at this point. Man, so you uh, mean conjecture. we got... I don't think it'll ever not be theory. Do we have a uh, UN of the Heavenly Realms? Because that'd be pretty wild. There, It's it's UD. I, I'm not qualified United to talk Divines. about this. <laughs> At some point, I will get uh, my philosophy gang to go into it. But my lord, it's 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 an interesting, interesting study. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Mephala is not one of those divines up there in the heavenly UN. Theoretical Probably or, not. or not. Probably in the below with, you know, yeah. Hermaeus Mora. Yeah, I mean, even Hermaeus Moore is better than Mephala. Mephala is something I don't want to say on the podcast. Are Daedric Princes divine? 
Sheagorath is divine in my eyes. He is my <laughs> spirit animal. I thought they were. It's a question I mean, up for discussion. I, aren't Daedric princes, uh, princes, not exactly their own deities? Aren't, yeah. Well, but they can be killed. Yeah, we all killed Jigalag. So can all I guess of the gods the real within question, Nordic and Roman mythology. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so what, what really, what really classifies deity? Yeah, Loki got killed in Marvel Avengers. Thor got the snot kicked out of him whoa, in the whoa, same series. Whoa. And uh, yeah, he'll be back. I'm pretty sure they could die. Delete what? He'll be back. He'll be back. okay. All right, dude. Then you'll see. <laughs> you'll all finally all belong to me. Loki is actually King George III from Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. Wow. <laughs> you know, I got a lot. I, I can't lie. I was about to say I got a lie, but no, this would not be a lie. I've never <laughs> actually listened to Hamilton outside of the one or two times that my friends have played it over the stereo. Oh, damn, Mac, did you go and watch it? I have not watched it yet. It is on Disney Plus now, which I have. I have not watched it. It's on my list, as well as Artemis Fowl. Wonderful book. Oh. Great series. Great series. I hear the movie is... Um, what's a nice way to put it? Don't crush my childhood dreams. I mean, the fact that you're already going there. Right. With that specific phrasing. It, it, it looks... It, it's pretty awful. Read the books. <laughs> There's no sugar cutting it. Yeah, read the books, enjoy the books. The books are fantastic. Basically, if I've ever read read a book and they make a movie out of it, it's going to be horrible. Aragon, yeah, this man says garbage read. movie. If I ever did read a book, oh man. <laughs> I, re- I done ridded that book. That's yeah, my Kansas for, coming out of me. There we go. Arkansas, yes. No, not not our no, 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 no. It is no, it is not our Kansas. This is not some commie state. <laughs> y'all, I'm going to tell my friend that's in Arkansas. Y'all said that he's he's going to come over. And that's I don't right know. because it is Arkansas. Yeah. Unless it's There's the no river Arkansas. in Kansas. The river in Kansas is the Arkansas River. It's not the Arkansas River. It could be. It could. It's be. not. Nope. Nope. If if Harvard w- would recognize pronunciation, <laughs> it I'll take be. this up to the Supreme Court. Yeah, I'm ta- I'm taking this to the higher ups. We got to go look <laughs> at them. Be like, hey, we need a revision here. Ruth Bader Ginsburg will have my back. <laughs> oh damn, Mac! What is some What's your favorite lingo? gaming jargon and lingo? Man, I'm pretty Story sure one of his favorite is red. Story time. So I and, and understand that me telling the story will possibly be my final story in all of this podcast because I will most likely get fired by our producer. But I'm going to go out on a limb. I have been playing Fortnite recently, <clears throat> which more or less started, <laughs> which more or less started because. My friend has a five-year-old son who loves to play Fortnite. He wanted to play with me. And I was like, you know, this game's not so bad. I don't enjoy the culture surrounding it. But I, I've been playing it. I'm level 64. Um, 
<laughs> on your battle pass? On my battle pass, yes. Um, Mercy. Yeah. Anyway, so when I first played with uh, him, his name's Bowen. When I first played with Bowen, he he doesn't read. Like, I mean, he's he's five, right? So when he plays video games, he doesn't read. But he pl- he watches a lot of gameplay for Fortnite on on YouTube. He watches like Ninja and other people who play Fortnite. And so he calls things by the by just made up names. He comes up and to me, he goes, you want this tacky wacky? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, what? What did you just ask me? He said, you can take this tacky wacky. I'm like, what is a tacky wacky? So he he drops it in front of me and it's the tactical shotgun. Out of all the things to call it, he calls it the tacky wacky tactical shotgun. Well, it certainly do whack. It does. Yeah. And <laughs> so then so then I think maybe in the even in that same game, he's like, you need you need shield. You should drink this chug-a-lug. I'm like, what? He goes, pick up that pick up that chug-a-lug. I'm like, where's the chug-a-lug? And he like points to it. He's like, it's right there. I said, the shield potion? He said, no, it's a chug-a-lug. <laughs> I'm so confused by what's happening right now. Nothing is called Man. by the right name. Kids really are. Every wild. day it's every day it's a new word for a different things. <laughs> just can't handle it every time i play with him he's got a different one and the and they're just made up crazy jargon which i guess fits into this whole thing man that's amazing actually but now i call them tacky wackies and chuggalugs because why not you know if a five-year-old tells you it's called a tacky wacky or a chuggalug you're not gonna say no i mean like how do you even argue with that (laughs) you can't argue that with uh logic you know that that is very true but man this is some inside baseball lingo, right? Other now. than that, I had a question. I think for only you guys, us are going to Shoot, do you know if I were if? So I played soccer growing up, which is why, as Darman mentioned earlier, I was quote unquote lean, and he had hard eyes for me. <laughs> do you know if I told you that I megged somebody? Do you know what that means? Is that where you like? trip him with the ball nope meg you know i have a friend As named it, megan <laughs> but i really don't want to know what that means is that where you just pull down their beanie over their eyes like meg griffin <laughs> insert crickets here i don't know that's not what it is <laughs> okay well i've made my guess why is people? Why would people be wearing beanies playing soccer? Because listen, it's a wacky I world. I remember you in. and yeah. Listen, if people are running around with <laughs> wacky tackies or tacky wackies, tacky wackies, yeah, tacky you get that wackies. Right. If people, if people over the age of seventeen are allowed to purchase uh, tacky wackies, you know, legally. <laughs> you and DJ used to wear beanies all the time. That's true. Two thousand seven so, so was popping. So what is megging? Megging. Or what does it mean to be meg? If I megged somebody, it means to kick the ball in between their legs. Like if someone's defending you and they've got their legs out and they're kind of like in that stance, you kick the ball in between your legs. And it's basically the most embarrassing thing that can happen to you in a soccer match. That's a lot less painful than 
what I initially thought when you started explaining it. <laughs> and I have no I idea like, uh -oh. where that word comes from. Okay, interesting. But that's what it is. That reminds me of uh, Bones's excellent joke that he crafted on Friday night. Only because it rhymes. And I'm not bringing it up here. Y'all can join us for Jackbox. Oh, man. Oh, also, the new Jackbox is amazing. They have a game that's basically Mafia or Secret, Secret Hitler or Werewolf or whatever you called it. A game where you have to find the traitors and eliminate them. But there, in true Jackbox form, there are uh, all sorts of mini games to try and figure out who the traitors are. Has Jackbox changed at all since the since the first game? Yeah, there's a lot of Jackbox. Oh man, there's um, there are six editions of Jackbox actually. And they all have different combinations of games. They still use, like, the cell phone formula. So, like, everything is really simple. But they're just super great party games. Yeah. Um, so, I think my favorite gaming jargon uh, is in response. And I think that fits more into lingo. So, going back to playing a lot of Magic the Gathering... One of my favorite parts of the game is how interactive it is with your opponent, right? Polly, you're going to go and you're going to play your murderous rider. You know, it's like the headless horseman. Oh, man. And I'm going to say, card is badass. Not even going to lie. You know, it's it's going to destroy something or it's going to just be a great body, you know, get in the way of things. <laughs> but Meat shield. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. I think meat shield is a good jargon too anyways oh, yeah, um th that's another story though <laughs> what story do you have <laughs> you gotta finish rate, yours man in response to you trying to play that dude my favorite thing to do is to counter spell my favorite thing about playing magic the gathering is the ability to tell your opponent no you don't get to play the way that you want to play no we are going to play my game. We are going to play at my speed. Is it selfish? Absolutely. A little narcissistic? I don't know what you mean. So it's like activating a trap card. It is. It is more. Yes. 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 It's a trap card that you don't put on the battlefield. Oh, wow. So it's like, surprise. Jerk. It's coming from my hand. <laughs> You could almost hear the bee come out. Like the bee was right on the edge of his mouth. <laughs> it was. At least oh, he didn't go Samuel Jackson with it. Some fries, mother lickers. But yeah, man, I was about to say, this is going to take a little bit more editing, but no, you saved us. You saved us all, Darman. Yes, I saved us from you inserting a wink, wink, wink. Die. Love that penguin. <laughs> Polly, did you have any jargon besides by the nines? Oh, uh, meat shield. We were just talking about that's yeah. a fun one. That is a confusing one. First, you know, if someone hears that, they think just holding up a block of meat going into battle. Yeah, mainly it's playing first person shooters with my friends. <laughs> and. Whenever one of them would die, 
um, I forget what game it was. Oh, was it Halo? I don't know. There was one of the games where you could pick up the body. <laughs> Not Halo. Not Halo. <laughs> God, what was it? I don't know. Mod? Probably. But we picked up the body and we could run into oncoming fire using our dead fellow as a meat shield. So we'd get, you know, some little bit of bullet sponge. We wouldn't die as often. Bullet sponge. But of course, yeah. <laughs> It just required that's, one of us to die first. That's your buddy that's you're talking actually, about. <laughs> that is actually some good jargon right there, a bullet sponge. That's that's something that's used across all kinds of gaming uh, in terms of how level or how, how strong, or rather, how soft an enemy is. Does it take two hits? Then it's a, it's a quick kill. It's an easy kill. If it takes 45 shots to the face... And it absolutely should have been dead 20 bullets ago. Then it's a sponge. It's definitely a bullet sponge. It just eats it for breakfast, man. They are sustenance for this master survivor. Hot lead and gunpowder. Part of this complete breakfast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, it keeps you alive. Made me until... a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if if something takes that many bullets to kill and it doesn't add anything to game to the game, I'm pretty sure it's time to just lower the difficulty or go full masochist mode and play without armor or high tier weapons. <laughs> oh. Director has a good one. Glass cannon. I don't know what that means. Ooh. You got so one big gun, but you get killed easy. Oh man. That's that a is... fun one. Right. You're a one shot pony. Yeah. Imagine it's kind of like a uh, a nuclear warhead. Uh, you use it once, but then you can never use it again because it's dead. It's broken. Alongside, of course, everything within a 15-mile radius. I was going to say, hopefully everything within that 50-mile radius is dealt with. It'll last yeah. uh, at least 300, 400 years to, you know, for the ecosystem to repair itself. But, uh, you know... Sometimes, sometimes you just got to get effective, you know? Sometimes you just need absolute assurance that everything. Yeah, sometimes, or, yeah, sometimes you just need a little bit of Armageddon. But in the meantime, we can all make our own megaton around a undetonated warhead and hope and pray that nobody comes and delivers that. It's a good time. Not a good time. Don't blow each other up. I get that reference. Wow. I get it. Good I job. Get it. I don't think it's... Way to go, Captain uh, America. I didn't. Oof. Uh, I think it was Oblivion, right? <laughs> they have nuclear warheads no, in Oblivion. Sure that was Fallout 3, though. Not gonna lie. Yo. <laughs> All right. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. I guess this is the part where I have to admit that I have only played 30 minutes of Fallout New Vegas, and other than that, I know nothing about Fallout. Oh, it's a pretty man. great series. New yeah, Vegas I have was a, a good lot one. of fun with the Fallout games whenever I get around to feeling like playing them. Um, I remember. I think... Go ahead. Oh, I was I was gonna say I remember uh, whenever I first played them, I'd spend hours upon hours, and I wouldn't play anything else until I beat the game and all their little DLCs and found everything in it. And uh, I haven't gone back for the first two games, Fallout One, Two, and uh, 
Fallout Tactics. I'm not going to play Brotherhood of Steel because I, uh, yeah, have a conscience. I Actually, enjoy my life a little more than most, I suppose, when it comes to playing that game. Um, but yeah, Fallout Three. I'm going to have to game. send you a a lengthy paper about how the Brotherhood of Steel is actually the most ethical choice. Oh no! It's the game Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. Oh, it's a. Was it written by Karl Marx? No, it was, oh no! It was written by <laughs> Andrew Mead. <gasps> Andrew yeah, Mead. He actually wrote a forty-page paper on the ethics of the Brotherhood of Steel. Yo, but is Brotherhood of Steel man. its own game? Yeah, Brotherhood of Steel came out, I think, after Fallout Two. Somewhere around the time of Tactics, if I'm not wrong. If I am wrong, feel free to let me know, because, well, oh. I'm not an encyclopedia. Um, there's only so much that can fit inside my brain. But, yeah, Fallout Brotherhood of Steel was an atrocity to mankind. Um, yeah, I think that's just about it. The rest of the game's absolutely fantastic. I'd give them a high recommendation to play. I want to say they're on sale with Humble Bumble right now. I thought Under I saw that. Bethesda stuff. Are you? I think you're thinking of uh, Square I don't know. Enix. Yeah, there was a Square Enix thing, but I also I don't know. I saw a bunch of oh, Fallout there stuff. Is. Oh yeah, Fallout Weekend, Fallout franchise up to fifty uh, percent off. Too bad I of them. Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been good There's... to know like two years ago. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 2, a post something. I can't read that. Text is too small. So anyway, go to Humble Bumble. Look for the Fallout Franchise Weekend. And you can choose Crossword Gaming as your charity. Does it have Brotherhood of Steel on there? Or was it not considered worthwhile enough? I'm looking here. It has Tactics. And Broken Steel. I'm pretty sure Broken Steel is a Fallout 3 DLC. It is. It is DLC. There is no Brotherhood of Steel thing on here that is named as such. Oh, man. They Even Humble Bundle was like, like, nah, "Mm." we may be humble, but we can't bundle nothing with that. (laughs) Nobody's going to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. But yeah, if you haven't played a Fallout game, if you feel like it, take some time, pick it up. It'll provide you with a good few hours of fun. Actually, oh, man. Yeah, by the time these great. people hear, it may be done already. Uh, it's got 18 hours left. Oh, the time is on. All right, well, we better get this In- thing released. <laughs> All right, <laughs> time to boot camp. I'm going to send you three espressos, Polly. Um, get you some... Uh, Those of you listening to this need to go exactly. back Exactly, you know, a little bit of a... Go to a humble yeah, just- travel, pretty easy. Just turn the time back on your Switch by, like, a couple days. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That'll, do, That'll it, do it. I wonder if we can get an extension on that. Be like, hey, listen, we mentioned you in our podcast. Listen, we plugged this. <laughs> yeah, we're not asking for a sponsorship, but can you spread this out for, like, two more days? And they'll probably be like, uh, never respond or something like that. Who are you? Yeah, fine. Never mind. <laughs> We've literally never heard of you. We mentioned you in our podcast. How can you not know who we are? You have to give us money now. It's yeah, that, you have that's how being an influencer works, right? Exactly. We're paying I you have... in a, what is it, exposure. 
Exposure, man. Don't you know I have 119 followers on my profile? You have 119 and fathers on your wow. profile? I actually do have 119. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, fathers? Fo mothers? No. Did I say fathers the first time? No, you said followers, but my initially my tired brain heard fathers and I said, what? <laughs> that pertains to nothing we are talking about. All what right, were we talking moving about, along. Well, we were talking about lingo and jargon. I think that uh, is burned and done for. Um, over the last uh, month or two, some of our favorite creative games, Terraria and Minecraft, have received uh, some updates. And I was wondering if you two could uh, tell me, who doesn't play enough of these games, what actually is going on in the world's uh, Jonah, what can you tell me about the Terraria update? I know you spent an inordinate amount of time uh, <laughs> when it came out. You were no oh, liking man. it. I saw your Steam. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yo, man. Uh, taking that accountability to the next level. Um, <laughs> man. Terraria Journeys End. What a freaking time. I just started playing Journey Mode, which is very interesting and a heck of a ton of fun. But I started off playing Master Mode, which is basically Expert Mode. But as we were just saying, here's it, uh, he folks, this is a place to put in a little bit of that new jargon you just learned. Every single enemy and boss in that Master Mode is a bullet sponge. So now you understand. It's just Ooh. impossibly difficult to kill everything. And oh my goodness. I spent over half the time dying and the other half of the time being just utterly overjoyed by the amount of stuff that was put into the game and how aesthetic it looks now and all the building and pylons and, and PCs. what has changed changed uh, not too much. I have never played Terraria one second, one minute oh, of you're my missing time. Out. So I know nothing about the game. It looks like 2d Minecraft. Oh, I need to call Jesus real quick. I can't believe this has just been said on our podcast of Vigi Games. They said 2D Minecraft. Man, <laughs> that's mean, understandable. Though. In, my, in my defense, Darman explained it to me that way. No, I was going to say that's understandable. Because uh, Minecraft's had by and far more popular as the most sold game in history. Except for, I think, what, Tetris? I think Tetris is the closest. But second. yeah, anyway... It beat Tetris, right? Didn't we talk about that? I don't think we ever confirmed. I think in the first episode, yeah. It, yes, existence can neither confirm nor deny. But yeah, it basically took the game and slapped uh, some nice, beautiful shaders on it. Made the game better. Nerfed the overpowered parts. And it made the lesser underpowered parts a little bit better. Rounded it out. Put a boss, a couple new bosses in the game, added a couple new modes, and there's also special seeds that you can enter in, which I'm pretty sure they put more effort into the new seeds than they did into master mode, but that's okay, because the whole game's fantastic. If you've never played Terraria, I definitely recommend So with my, uh, oh, what are we going to say? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fin I'm sorry. Finish your thought. I was going to say with... <laughs> 
right. with my 2,000 plus hours of gameplay time, Mercy. I feel like my review might have some uh, some ground to stand on. So I'm looking at uh, Wikipedia's list of best-selling video games, and uh, Minecraft is in fact number one, and Tetris is number third. Wow. Tetris is number three. Number three? Guess what spots What's number two? two and four are. Super Mario uh, Bros. Call of, Call of Duty? I don't Super know. Mario Bros. is actually the sixth game on this list. Um, oh, Lottie. The second game is Grand Theft Auto V. So Minecraft Whoa. has huh. Minecraft has over 200 million uh, copies sold. Grand Theft Auto has sold 130 million. Uh, Tetris has sold over 100 million. Um, and I don't know how much that includes, like all of the spin-off LCD toys. Um, one can argue that Tetris is the most well-known across the world, uh, and across history, really. But there's actually multiple listings for Tetris here on this list. Um, there is a Tetris for EA that has a hundred thousand, or sorry, excuse me, a hundred million copies. And then there is, further down the list, Tetris for Nintendo on the Game Boy and NES, 43 million. So I don't know if you were to add all these up if it would be more than Minecraft. But all right, down so the everybody, list... Everybody needs to go buy... Everyone go buy a copy of Tetris so we can get Tetris back up into number two. Just so we can How maintain the balance of power. Now? You get the whole world... To go buy a copy of Tetris. I don't. I know, Everyone. but how do you buy Tetris? You go to Tetris and be like, "Hey, can I buy one Tetris?" Tetris.com. Tetris.store. From Russia. You have to. Tetris.com is a real thing. That's that's actually a website. I'm not surprised. You have to email them at tetris.aol.com so on this <laughs> so top selling list get their contact um, terraria is actually number 16 on the list uh past skyrim oh it really is actually past skyrim and new super mario brothers wii uh terraria has sold 30 million units and 300,000, whereas elder scrolls 5 uh multi-platform has sold just 30 million so a whole 300k Man. more units Man, 30 million Todd and Howard. seven releases? Really, that's not very good. They released that game for every platform multiple times, and they still couldn't beat Terraria. <laughs> I guess that tells you the quality of Terraria itself, when it can out outsell Todd Howard and his marketing schemes. I was going to say, I was actually genuinely shocked to see it on this list here, but I, I, was, I was looking to confirm Minecraft, and I looked down the list, and there's Terraria. Heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's a fantastic update, as are all the rest of the updates beforehand. Even the first version was fantastic. I remember playing it back in, what, 2014, and uh, I, I couldn't get into it. I was too busy playing. Like, I, I, I think my issue was I didn't have people to play it with, um, and the only reason I played That's Minecraft was because I played it with so many of my friends. I didn't build my own single-player world or anything. That's understandable. Most of the time I play multiplayer games or games that have multiplayer capability to play on multiplayer. But they're only the only two games I play single player actively 
or somewhat actively or terrarian in minecraft and that's really about it so every other game so speaking of minecraft uh old damn mac what can you tell us about uh 1.16 in minecraft it's a whole new world i mean it's it's like um you know we we played minecraft like when it was in beta before it was released before it was sold to microsoft all those things right and then i stopped playing it for about seven years and when i came back it was it was crazy ridiculous there were so many new biomes and just new things that i had not experienced when i jumped into the nether after the 1.16 update it was like the same thing there's trees growing there's like blue lights there's crazy like different pigmen mobs and like these huge boars and i honestly haven't spent enough time in it yet because there's just so much to explore there's these lava monsters that just kind of hang out in the well lava or magma whatever it is and um you can ride them and just kind of like chill along the lava just hanging out there's these i think my favorite thing um is obviously there's um the new armor that you can get netherite armor uh, which is a pain in the butt to get because you have to find some like ruins um, just by mining. So that's a big thing with it is it basically turns everything you can do in the overworld into the nether now, which is crazy. Uh, I, I saw a an article where somebody just went into the nether as soon as he could never and left. and lived there like he never left. Yeah. So that's just something you can do now. You can find everything that you need. And there's these cool uh, ruins that you can go to, which have mobs and chests. And they're pretty cool. I mean, the whole new textures going on with those and new kinds of of blocks and materials. It's really cool. Again, well, hopefully, uh, I need to spend more time. Minecraft in server will be able to get a good crew of uh, parties together to push out our boundaries on the current nether map and get to see some of that for ourselves. Yeah, I don't know if if there's any new bosses, but um, for just our Minecraft server a month and a half ago now, uh, got about seven people together and we actually crashed the server because <laughs> it hadn't had that many people on it before. And we all went and fought the Ender Dragon. So it would be cool to have a large group like that and get together and fight mobs or find a boss, whatever. Whatever you can do in this new nether. But so far, it's been pretty cool. It was a good time going out with Yon trying to kill the Ender Dragon, except for the time that Polly I... <laughs> died about three seconds in and said goodbye. Yeah, because I freaking <laughs> crystalled myself. I'm like, man, I flew up there, started breaking it, except I landed on the crystal and punched it. And, you know, Ixnay on the Upit stay there. I go bye bye. I was dead before I could say <laughs> hi. I was like, man. <laughs> that is what the kids oh, these days can't believe uh, in their jargon and lingo <laughs> call the big oof. <laughs> yeah. Or as they say on... You done the, yeeted yourself, son. That the is internet, a big mood. Uh, the large mood. Or no, big mood. There we go. The greater <laughs> in size emotional state. I appreciate you, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... Actually, you probably should tell my wife that. She doesn't exist right now. Wouldn't it be crazy if uh, you had this crazy cool internet fangirl and she was like, hey, 
I got your Twitter handle from watching the show or listening to the show. And, uh, you know, I think you're cool. And then it spawns into Minecraft dates. You buy her pizza. Wait a minute. I'm talking about my own story. I'd be freaking terrified because I don't have a Twitter handle. How did you get my Twitter (laughs) handle? It doesn't exist. I made you a Twitter handle and now I'm following I'm (laughs) Be my girlfriend. That is some like, (laughs) hey Arnold, Helga level stuff. You got a little... Got I'm, a gumball mannequin Jesus. in the closet oh, no. with candles and everything. <laughs> really, this girl's got a lot of gumballs. Man, see now, this is the point of the podcast where we start to devolve into awkward conspiracy theory of how many people listen to this show and how many will act this out in real life. Because in about 30 years, if this podcast keep going, you know there's going to be at least 100 people with a gumball mannequin sitting in their house somewhere. They're going to bring it to the grandkids and say, guess where I got this idea from? Oh, mercy. The year was 2020. I had nothing better to do. We'd been literally told to stay in our rooms for eight months at the time. I went back through a podcast and wouldn't you know it, that sounded like a great idea. It was an introvert's dream. You're right. All of a sudden, like what, five years from now, the gumball stock's going to go up like 80%. Oh, man. Time to buy now. Yeah, buy gumballs now, or else you're going to be left in the dust, like with the Bitcoin deal. Except for this. Listen, is bottle fiscal. caps? Nah, we collecting gumballs. Yeah, forget cryptocurrency. We got some fiscal currency gumballs. You fill your house with them, you're rich. You fill your garage with them, you're rich. Can we Summertime, just go back for a everything second? melts and you're poor. Did you say fiscal currency? Yeah, of course. As in money currency? (laughs) Yeah, what do you think gumballs are? (laughs) Chew toys? (laughs) I don't don't know what he's about to do. Fiscal currency. It's redundant. It's like saying pin number. Fiscal means financial. You think you meant physical. Why would you... I meant both. I said what I mean said. A poly is faithful 100%. (laughs) Amen. I love Dr. Seuss. Good old Seussicle. Man, Dr. Seuss is pretty good. But this, we can bring this up before everyone, before we head off. So. Uh, Shel Silverstein. Shel Silverstein, huh? I've been... Yeah, I've been reading his stuff and listening to his music. He has music? A minute now. He wrote A Boy this Named Sue. I had no John, idea. You know Johnny Cash. Yeah, he wrote A Boy Named Sue. What? And then he also came out with a hit, uh, well, not a hit single, but a second to that song called The Father of A Boy Named Sue. What? And it's a whole album called A Boy Named Sue by Shel Silverstein. came out in 19-something or other. He's also got a, yeah, he got a bunch of other folk songs i was gonna say i grew up with where the sidewalk ends the giving tree poison tester tester yeah, true falling up all the good ones and he wrote music apparently i remember i was bored one day that's wild and i looked it up on spotify because i wanted to see if i could find someone reading his uh poetry books but no he read his poetry books and he also wrote a lot of music is he still around uh, no, unfortunately not. Shell Silverstein, 
has uh, uh, not existing right now. He's not home. His number one song on Spotify is I Got Stoned and and I I Missed missed It. it. Yeah. (laughs) What? I love that song. This is amazing. Don't play it on the podcast. (laughs) Another day that Polly has introduced me to some fine, weird, strange, out there music. This is great. Let's see. There was also another one of his songs, Freaking at the Freakers Ball, which was a wild one to listen to. Um, Boy Named Sue, of course. And I think his whole album of Inside Folk songs. But yeah. Ickle Me, Pickle Me, Tickle Me Too. That's a fun one. That's amazing. (laughs) The man has not had enough recognition as how good a poet he is. I, I... genuinely put him up there i actually i would what might sound heretical but uh i would put him above dr seuss that's not heresy you didn't say you put him above david <laughs> this man may not have written i mean he, ry- he he writes poetry and he rhymes without making up words i feel like that's safe to say yeah <laughs> man segway Amen. Uh, transitioning, rather. Can I say that? Transitioning? At any rate. Either or. Um, so Games Workshop, the company most known for uh, Warhammer, uh, many different miniatures and plastic games, tabletop world. Uh, they attempted to launch their ninth edition uh, for a pre-order, the Games Workshop website went through an Obamacare-style issue of just flat-out not working. The website was kill. <laughs> Pre-orders for brick-and-mortar stores went from a 200-unit maximum allotment to 45 min- uh, units, which, when you consider that some of these kits are anywhere between... Uh, 50 to what $200 for some of these kits. Wow. Um, they have they they ruined the faith of uh, this specific box is $200 MSRP. That's insane. And how how many points is that in this box? Like, how like how, how big is the army? Two armies, two hundred dollars. So you get it one for you, one for a friend, um, or you just mash them both together. Two full armies. Uh, oh, so we got the tanks, we got the troop movers. Oh mercy! This is uh the Warhammer tabletop game, right? That is correct. Oh man! No, it is just infantry. I don't know enough about forty k, and I'm, I'm a, I won't lie to y'all. I am gun-shy about it. I am gun-shy about the community, about actually painting models. Everybody takes such a dead serious tone and uh, have almost a religious reverence to the game and model painting that it it, it spooks me a little sometimes. (laughs) But You gotta love your craft. Games Workshop uh, apparently screwed the pooch and could not figure out their website oh well i mean it's what? unfortunate 
maybe maybe they got to get a web developer. I mean, they're professional tabletop people, but you know, you got to get someone in their profession. Lord knows that these people don't want to spend people. any more money than <laughs> they have to, but I would think I would think in the year 2020, we can put together a better website that can actually, you know, accommodate the limits of traffic that we know are going to come out. I'll give you another good example, right? Hasbro had a very similar issue with uh, Magic the Gathering. They attempted to sell a limited collector box that was print to order. Um, so if there was 30,000 people that ordered it, they were only going to print that 30,000. They put it up on their own website and crashed the website and then lost all of the orders. <laughs> all of this credit card information was taken and then lost it. It like deleted from the server and said, guys, we're sorry. We're going to put 25,000 units on eBay. Y'all got to race eBay. Y'all, <laughs> eBay infrastructure hasn't changed since 2008. Man. I swear, eBay is still running on ancient hardware somewhere. It's wild. eBay's I don't understand how... eBay. Oh, I, I can't buy stuff off of eBay. I thought about it. I thought about trawling collections on eBay but for like buying and selling magic cards, but I can't do it. It's too scary. <laughs> I got a buddy who does it. He's pretty successful. He goes to he goes to friends and card shops and is like, listen, I'm literally going to give you 50% market value for all of these cards, but I will buy all of your cards. And then he goes through them like one by one and makes bank off of it. He says it's pretty secure. He's got eBay's got lots of uh, ways that they make sure that you get your money and all that eBay does have a lot of buyer protection stuff, but it, it, it only takes one thing going wrong and somebody has your PayPal account, you're locked out, and suddenly you can't make money for 30 days. Um, That's a yikes. Ask me how I know. Wait. That's <laughs> it's a... actually not a personal experience. That's actually from my uh, parents' experience. They were selling off a lot of, um, a lot of uh, be Beanie Babies, uh, classic Star Wars memorabilia and merch. Um, but yeah, eBay. It's wild. We can get a good fat story from that one in the next episode, I dare say. Unless that was I it. I don't know how much there is to story. That's it. <laughs> Indeed. What's well, hot as beans in my garage right now? We should probably wrap it up before I start how melting. How hot are beans? Uh, it's like about 100 degrees because I turned off my AC. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I'm like... Okay, well... I turned off all the lights. I just got my laptop running, and the sun's coming in through the window and baking me like a tomato. Good Lord. <laughs> Indeed, California sun-ripened tomato. Yeah, exactly. Baked, to baked tomatoes. Wow, exactly. that's great. Far hotter than a potato, because this tomato <laughs> bakes into a red brick. It's pretty Yikes. wild. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. Make sure you check out the links in the bottom below for Discord, for the Facebook group. Um, I'm Darman213. This is the gang. This is the Crossforge Podcast. Yeah. Say goodbye, fellas. Good morning. Bye.
<laughs> that is probably a problem. You should get it looked at. <laughs> Seek medical attention. 